You ready, Brian? Opening the happy dads. But we are back. It's also like podcast, man. You know, the most authentic, most organic podcast out here. And we are sitting with, let me tell you. One, he's now our friend. You know, we feel cool because we have a cantante as our friend. He's a singer, songwriter, right? Um, Coming up in all social media, TikTok, Instagram, hiring for the next fucking party, Bautizo, Privada, Quinceañera, Sancha's birthday, Novia's birthday. <laughs> we got exposed. We got my friend, my homie, <laughs> Mr. Brian in the house, baby. Let's go. Appreciate you, bro. Um, just cool. I'm happy to be here, man. Thanks for inviting me. Nah, man. You know, it, it's it was a it's one of those things that happened at the right moment, and I know it's the right time because what you're doing, your song just came out. Yeah, it's a banger. I appreciate. What's it. the name of the song? So everybody knows it's this. It's called right? "Ando la movida plebada." It's a song that I wrote, and man. I've been getting a lot of good positive feedbacks, and man, we we ain't stopping, man. Is that the the first? One that you come out with that, that you wrote yourself? Nah, on the contrary. Uh, I've been composing since I was like 15, 14 years old, man. Like, so I have a lot of music coming up, so stay tuned. So let's get let's get right into it. What got you into music, bro? Man, I started at the age of five. Like, uh, I started singing at the age of five years old, man. Like, uh, it was just like... It all started with when my dad bought like a, a mariachi city, like a, it's called. Which one? Is it? My bad, I take the back. It was a, it was a song. It was a corrido actually by Chuy Mauricio. It's mm. called este, Chuy, Oh yeah, it was Chuy Mauricio del Potro de Sinaloa. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a banger. Usually, my parents and I we would go like we would go like uh, long, uh, long road uh, trips. So we would go to uh, Nevada, or you know, we would go from LA to Mexico to visit the family. And I remember that he had a CD of, I don't know, if it was a Potro de Sinaloa or it was a Pedrito Fernandez de La Mochila Azul. So either one of them. Were, he, would, he would play it all the time. Yeah. And so, like, since I was a little kid, I've, I've, been, I've been liking music since, since I was at age five. And so, yeah, cuando terminó una canción, I would be like, otra vez, apa, otra vez. And my dad was like, ¿Por qué, ¿por qué te gusta tanto esa canción? No sé, apa, me gusta, me gusta. <laughs> and as soon as I arrived to Mexico or wherever we were planning to go, we were where where we were at, so I ended up learning the whole fucking song. So like, everywhere I would go, I would be singing that little song or humming the tune. And since then, my parents knew that or realized that they had a little thing for the music. What did what did music do for you during that time that you found it though? So, the podcast, you know, shout out to everybody. We reached eight thousand on on YouTube, one seventy seven right. on TikTok. Um. You know, showing mad love. Appreciate everybody and everybody here. Um, our thing is finding out why why you do what you do and what got you into this. Man, honestly, the first time that I started singing on stage was like, it was like a a bribe situation. So basically my dad <laughs> took me to a, 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 like a local plaza around here, like yeah, in my yeah. town in Huntington Park. Uh, it's called Plaza La Alameda. And every weekend they would do like little karaoke nights and stuff. Facts. So it was like in la tarde. And so my jefe, well, like at the time I would sing, but I would just sing to my my, my family folks. So like it was just more like private. Facts. I don't like to sing it with people that I don't know. I get yeah. shy, you know. 
I mean, at the age of five, who, who doesn't get oh, shot? Oh, yeah. Like, you you don't want to do it, but when they tell you, hey, pero te doy dos dólares. Exactly. So, I'm on so it. my dad puts me on the list, and he's like, mijo, te puse en esta lista para que te pongas a cantar. I was like, no, pa, no, pa, I don't want to. I don't want, I started crying, bro. I remember <laughs> everything. Like, no, pa, I don't want to, please. I, I don't know these people. And it's like, mijo, no tengas vergüenza. Es lo mismo que si vas a cantar con tu familia, mijo. And I was like, no, no quiero. And all of a sudden, he pulls out a $10 bill. He's like, te doy $10 y te pongas a cantar. No, no, no quiero, no quiero. He pulls out a $20. Tampoco no quise. He pulls out a $50. And so $50 to me at the age of five was like fucking like a million dollars. So I was like... <laughs> Ah, okay. Está bien. <laughs> Dude, do you remember those those times like when you're fucking around with your cousins and you make them cry? Hey, no, no, no stop, stop. I'll give you a dollar, fool. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> okay, fool, fine, fine, <laughs> stop. <laughs> hey, since I was a little kid, I was a little businessman. You feel me? So, hey. <laughs> so, I think a lot of, I mean, I know, damn, remembering now, I tried out for the course in elementary. I didn't make it. For real. I don't have a voice, Dick, but I thought I had a voice. Hey. I was like, I'm going to try it out. They're like, sing the happy birthday. So me, <clears throat> and then, uh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's how you start. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you They're like, what up, bro? No, I finished uh, it, but like the teacher, I mean, she didn't sing better than me anyway, but she was like. I hate that. <laughs> she was like, thank you for trying. And I was like. Thank you for trying. I was like, there goes my fucking music fucking <laughs> career <laughs> right away. It's because your voice wasn't tuned at that time, bro. Nah, I have sure, a deep voice. Sure right now I could have done like a bro, whole like country, bro. Country. How you, how country. You doing? Better lock, oh. better lock the door and turn the, the lights down low. <laughs> Fuck yeah, hell yeah. Hey, Genesis, know this? Shout out Genesis. Um. Shout out Pepe that came through. Dylan, not even fucking paying attention like always. So comment comment down. If you guys see Dylan, make sure you guys tell him something. Bro, you're eating a sandwich. Come on. I know. Dylan, <laughs> He's on his lunch break. <laughs> Dylan's just hitting up all the girls. Good morning, good morning, good hey, morning, good morning. What you doing? <laughs> hope you work. What you doing hope, tonight? Hope you Wait. slept. Hope you slept good. Singer, singer or song, Dylan? Uh, what song uh, are you a singer? Oh, shit. Hey. Okay, okay. I forgave you. My Come bad, my bad. Hey, that's my jam, bro. Bro, I appreciate that's that. That's my jam, bro. Hey, a million views, bro, in less than five months in YouTube, uh, man. Let's go, bro. Hey. A million? Yeah, man. On YouTube. Honestly, that, that that is a jam, but, you know, let, let's not take away that the beginning of, of Brian and the singing, because you mentioned earlier, when you started off... When did it become serious that your parents had to start managing well, you? Well, like I said, like, um, <clears throat> so when that happened, when my dad gave me 50 bucks so I could sing right there. Uh, bro, I was, I was, when I was up on the stage, bro, I was a total different person, man. Like, Was it like a confidence boost that you just I, like magically I got? I guess, I guess since I, since I was a little kid, me and my dad, we, we would always watch like old school movies. Like the Mexican old school movies, like Pedro Infante, Pedro Infante. My dad still does. Hell yeah, bro! I still to this day. My man. dad still does, and then he falls asleep, and then I'm just like, "You still watching it?" Dad, no, 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 no. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Dude, man. My guy, it, it was a they they call it La Época de Oro in cine. So like, all those movies are fucking beautiful, man. Like it has yeah. a, it has a deeper meaning, you know? It's different, and the bro. production it's totally different, bro. It's two totally different worlds, like compared to some movies now. Nowadays. Yeah, facts, but. Uh yeah man like since I was a little kid I would watch those movies and I would see Pedro Infante or Antonio Lara like conquistando a las muchachas when they're like singing a song or like, cosa, you know 
And I would always say, damn, I want to be like that or I want to act like that. And so sometimes whenever like they will do like the scenes, I will mimic them or try to act like a certain way. But what, but why was that? Is it because something of confidence that you were missing? Is it something I, I would that- say confidence that I was missing because at a young age, I was very antisocial. I mean, I was, no, I take that back. I was really friendly, but me costaba to talk to people, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. girls, you know? And hate getting rejected. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, go talk to her for a season. Yeah, bro. I, and I, I, don't, I fuck that. I, I, <laughs> you do it. I can't. I can't take no's. Uh-huh. I think that's my thing. Like too, from the man. beginning, I, I hate taking no's. Like obviously, I don't make like a whole sh- huge scene about it. But then later on, like alone, fuck. Yeah, yeah fuck like that. inside, you're just like shit. Damn, bro. Yeah. So if you're thinking about especially talking at to a young kid, you know, like at a young age. <sighs> You know? For all my eighteen and older, if you're thinking about go talking to a girl, just go do it, big guy. And if she look, the worst thing that she could say is no and yes. You know what I mean? Like either way. And if she says no, then you move on to her friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that, bro. I, I, I'm, hey. ins- I, I'm inspired by a message I sent today. It's like if she if she denied you, don't be mad when he when I'm messaging your best friend. I'm like, oh, Jeez. but. Hey, but it happens though. As soon as you start talking to their best friend or what, we're not having the other one comes back. The other one comes back. Yeah, it's because now, now, I'm, most girls they like to hacerse de rogar. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna we're, we're gonna get okay, into okay, that, Brian. Okay, okay, Brian, okay, my but, bad, my bad, but, my bad. but this is about I'm skipping, you. I'm skipping, skipping topics. My bad. Brian is but, like I said. Like uh, when I was up on the stage, bro, I was a total different person. And I guess music helped me. You remember that song you sang? Yeah, that first one. Which one was it? It was two songs. It was True Mauricio and La Mochila Azul. Like, ¿Qué te pasa, chiquillo? ¿Qué te pasa? Me dicen en la escuela y me preguntan en mi casa Que hasta ahora lo supe de repente Cuando Luis pasa la lista y ella no estuvo presente But like obviously with a, like a squeaky voice I'm in love, shit. I'm in love <laughs> ¿Qué te pasa, chiquillo? ¿Qué te pasa? Like that, like that type Damn, of song. But that, that's, that's so dope that you remember those two songs that you know, kind of like just give me that startup to the rest. So slightly fast forward, you said your parents became your managers. Yeah, man. Like everywhere. Well, as soon as they started seeing that I was taking everything serious, they started putting me in music classes because I'm not going to say that I was the best at it, but I had a voice and my, my parents supported me as long as I can. And they wanted me to they wanted me to educate my voice, you know, so. They would put me to music classes, different music teachers, vocal teachers, and it, all of them were puro mariachi. My dad loved mariachi, and he saw more future in me with mariachi. And so I would study with a lot of old school mariachi uh, teachers. Like for example, I don't know if you heard Mariachi Vargas. Yeah, the OGs. The OGs. So one of the integrantes used to be because he retired. He became a music teacher, and he taught me how to sing. He taught me how to play the guitar. And yeah, many more uh, music teachers that I've studied, even opera, bro. Like in at my high school years, I, I studied a little bit of opera. So for you in high school, were you the dude that, hey, Brian sings, make him sing yeah. a song to you? Yeah. So you would sing song to girls? Hell yeah, bro. Like I, like I said, it was which, which one, music. Uh, which, was, one, which one was the go-to? Which one was the go-to? Uh, what song? Man, it was a lot. I was singing different, different girls like. Uh, if it was like the a one, different the, girl the in the one, same the, school, I would obviously sing a different song. One, <laughs> if I sing, if I sing the same song, bro, then you'd be like, "What the fuck? That's my song." Exactly, exactly. So, which 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 one was the one you remember? Like right now, uh, if you remember, if 
So you have you have a big following. Okay. TikTok, yeah. uh, Instagram, you have you have a you have a big following. So I'm sure everybody's interested to find out. You're old school, right? Yeah. So what was that old school song? That, old school. That, not, not old school song, but that when you were in high school, that it was your go-to that you remember. Get you los ojos, man. I was, I was a singer. Can we sing it? Can we sing it? Oh, yeah. Uh, what, is sing, it? what is it? I, I was singing too. <laughs> look at me. Look at, look at me. Uh, my look at Dylan. Look at Dylan. Que chulos ojos, bitch. It's like, Que chulos ojos, los que tiene esta linda joven que estoy mirando. And that's the part when everybody fucking screams like, Miradita. Esa que me está matando, yo la voy a convencer. ¿Y si la convencía? But yeah, man, like, music was my goal to, to get out of my comfort zone, if that makes sense, you know? Like, that made me who I am today, and it boosted my confidence, and it molded me to the man that I wanted to be, you know? So who, so Brian without singing, what's the difference between Brian that's not singing between Brian that is singing? He would have had a lot of cats, that's for sure. <laughs> like a very antisocial motherfucker. Um, a lot of cats. Bro, <laughs> that's how they, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I always imagine. Like people like are fucking like fucking antisocial. Like, like they have like a shitload of fucking hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> nah, but you know what? Like all those introverts that are listening in and and it's all the all the people that are not just introverted but shy because... Maybe just the potential that they're scared of. No, not only that, they're scared of getting out of the comfort zone because yeah. they're they're afraid to see what's on the other side of the, the yeah, mountain. Like, you, feel like me? you like, can really be life for who you exactly. really are. It's because life is all about risk. You know, no, it's not all about risk, but it's all about giving opportunities and giving your all because you never know when that opportunity can change your life. So yeah, honestly, like I think those are. That's the thing about here that that we realize and I realize along the time that when you're being confident in your own self, you're going to attract a certain amount of people. Not only that, it, it attracts positive people, like people that you uh, want in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if that you needed. That you needed. That you needed in life. Exactly. That you never knew you needed until they came and you exactly. were just like, exactly. damn, full life. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've never been. Oh, shit. We're good. Technical difficulties. Happy dad. Happy dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. It's because I'm not a dad. That's why I'm not bad. <laughs> so, um, what was I saying? Uh, like when you when you when you're the best version of yourself, you're gonna attract a certain certain amount of people, like a certain yeah. type of person, right? That yeah. you never knew you needed, but when they came around, you're just like, damn, bro, like. You are that positive, influential. Trust on my me, bro. Life. Like, I wasn't. I was never like this, man. Like it would, po- it would come a point in time when I was didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do in life, and I was around with people that didn't. Neither did they, and, and like it would be a lot, like a lot of bad negativity, or like there's always problems, and like yeah. honestly, if, whether you like it or not, that those problems and that vibe it attracts to you. Like it, it, it becomes who you are as well. Like, yeah. whatever they're be going through, like, that's the same thing that you're going to be dealing with later on in life. And that's yeah. how you're going to react too. So, like, man, it's just like, just taking a little switch or trying to change your life cycle around with people more positive or people yeah. that you think that it suits you best to where you want to be at, you know? Yeah, that, I think the the biggest thing is you can't be, af- you can't be afraid of being authentically yourself because I know 
the scary part is losing the people you've been around with or around a, a big part of your life. Yeah. But until you release those type of people, your life starts to change. Exactly. Yeah. And I know the people that I have here today, we've all gone through this recently. And we're still going through it. Like, I think the a big blessing that, that came out of nowhere was, you know, meeting all of you guys. Jonathan from Jonathan was shout out to Jonathan shout out Mesa. shout out fucking Fuck Jonathan you, Mesa bro go, my hermano, bro. go kiss yeah, your yeah. fucking horse again <laughs> man like going back to saying like like uh, being yourself like there's a, this one phrase that my my uh, music teacher always told me her name is Susana Guzman wherever you are I have a little quick shout out she would always say to me be yourself everyone else is taken so. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> you know, like 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 that. It really stuck to me. Like like you know, like trying to be myself. Because not gonna lie, we always try to look up to someone. Like like you know, example like for like a celebrity or a singer, or someone that we really wish to be or be in the same shoes as them. Do you feel yourself as now we're out on stage like a celebrity? Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as guests, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Not at all. I feel like I'm a, just just uh, just a singer trying to let my voice be heard. You know, like is music is in my veins. My grand my grandpa used to be a musician, and my tios um um in that what family line. Or like, is your bloodline like- on my mom's side? On my mom's side in Ooh, Sinaloa. Este, well, that's why I have the clarinet. My grandpa used to be in this one band, banda called Los Porteños, and man, they were like the back in the eighties. They used to be the bopping shit, man. Like in Sinaloa, they used to play like cartels, like uh, famous cartel uh, uh, narcos. Like for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rafael Caro Quintero. Rafa bought like a a bus, a music bus for them. Literally, like they were like their little sponsors and shit, and okay. everywhere they would go, even in prison, they would play for him. So like those were in the eighties. So, yeah. but now like the band, I, I believe that they don't play anymore. They don't exist anymore. So like for you, music, right? So the yeah, as, it goes a long way. But long singing, way. I'm the only person that sings. That's the thing. So when you say when you go to do a a, a gig, right? Someone books you for a gig, you show up. What's your mentality when you show up? Honest, my mentality, man, yeah. is just grateful, man. Praise, no, be blessed to God because obviously I have a, I have a, an, another gig, another opportunity to share share my voice. But there so has to be a listen. feeling, though. Absolutely. Like uh, besides besides getting the payment, besides getting. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, what? Aside on that, but yeah. like uh, my feeling is to grateful. Like I don't know if that's a feeling, but. Be happy, man. Like, as soon as, like, all the problems, obviously, like, every day is, uh, ne- er, is never going to be fucking 
or bright clouds in the sky and yeah. the sunshine bright. Like obviously there's gonna be ups and downs. But whenever I go somewhere, bro, like I change my attitude. Like I don't show what I'm feeling actually. Yeah. Like I, I I hide my emotions what I'm feeling right now because at the end of the day, the people around me, it's not their fault that I'm feeling like this way. Like and they come to see me and they come to support me and they don't deserve yeah. me sharing those bad feelings or that bad. little attitude. So like I always try to keep it professional and maintain that little positive attitude and be happy, like flip the switch. That that, that was one thing that I, w- I was telling, I've been telling people like the last couple of weeks is like, I could be going through whatever I'm going through, but it's not the other person's fault, how like what I'm feeling. So they came or they're talking to me because they think I'm going to be this. I got to give them that. Exactly. It's not their fault that this shit went to shit. Yeah, bro. They're coming with a whole nother energy. So I got to match it. Yeah. Because, yeah, because... Como sea, como sea, that energía that you're transmitting, se le pega a la otra persona. Oh, yeah. And you don't want that. And then, yeah. So, like, so. You, you've been around, I'm, I'm imagining, tremendous amount of people now, right? Yeah. Man. You, did, you just went to Guadalajara? Guadalajara, Guadalajara. Yeah, man. I can't sing fools. I'm not gonna do. It. I'm not even gonna sing, try. Sing to me, bro. I'm sing to my try. ear, man. I'm, I'll, I'll sing some country fools. Better lock the door. Better lock them doors. Nah, Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey, but in English. Hey, you sing in English and I'll sing in Spanish. How about that? Idea. I think my phone is connected, so I think we can play it either way, right? Now. And then, so stay tuned for this one. Um, but like throughout the whole thing, right? Like you're meeting big people. You're meeting normal people. You're meeting. Whatever it is, because as a singer, everybody has an idea like, oh, you're only with the big dogs, people that could afford you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah. Like- Bro, like, I treat everybody the same way that I treat as fucking talented people, like, uh, or A, celebrities or whatnot, have you. Because at the end of the day, no somos nadie. You're, we're just normal people trying to make a living and try to say something to the world. And we're just telling our story, you know? What, what's, what's your favorite, favorite song that, like, so when shit gets tough, when things are not going correctly and you're having a moment, because in Ballin Park, shout out Jorge and Adri when they had their little get get together, you were you were talking to us, you were talking to me that you know you you're not always happy. Yeah, man. We, we all go through our demons. We all fight our demons. So is there a song that you go to that when you listen to it, you're just like, all right, cool, bro. Uh, there's this one song that uh, Adrián Chaparro and uh, Regulo Caro sing Ooh. together. It's called La Solución. That song, like, uh, literally what... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, behind the scenes. Canicas. So, canicas. <laughs> hey. Hey, he wanted to play a game. That's why I remember. I know. Hey, make sure did, you hit the you other canica. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you, you hit win? the other canica. Um, hey, make the pozo. Make the pozo. Right over here trying to be serious, dog. And you over here just acting up, bro. <laughs> these, these are like things behind the scenes, guys, that you guys bro, don't we see. Should, we that should happens. put a camera right here facing the I know. Too. Fuck. This is a live audience <laughs> that doesn't know how to act. Freaking Dylan. That was funny. Genesis. You're the one holding it, bro. <laughs> he was like this. I know. Hey, don't get nervous, bro. Maybe, get maybe nervous. it was that. I'm over here trying to get him like to cry and shit, and you guys are over here fucking breaking canicas <laughs> out and stuff. Come on, bro. <laughs> what does that song say? 
So right, that's on regular caro, Adrian Chaparro. What is this? Este, whatever. Like throughout my course of my life, like I've struggled a lot. I had to do a lot of sacrifices and. Like, yeah, man, there's a lot of downs and ups, but right now we're in an up, but this song, I can really relate to it. It's empieza. Siento que he cambiado con el tiempo y a su paso voy creciendo de los golpes aprendiendo y así he de seguir y siento el deseo de estar contento que eso no sea siempre el cuento la sonrisa siempre tengo y así he de seguir y si hay calorcito me me no, mi abanico es el frío es canijo, mi acobijo es el chisme me dijo, traigo audífonos, no me complico, si hay conflictos la vida la vivo, ha lo mismo y a quien me ha querido, doy lo mismo, devuelvo el cariño, ya que me hizo algo mal esos mismos, les va a tocar verme mejor. Hey, it's a badass song. I can't sing it like them, but my respect is for Adrian Chaparro Regulcaro, but it's a badass fucking nah, song. Nah, but, but those lyrics, those... It hits, man. It hits. Those, yeah, you know, like, you gotta... At one point, you gotta go away from the beat and just be a lyricist. Exactly. You gotta listen to the words. You gotta listen to what it, what it Not what a lot of people said. do that. They just hear the fucking beat and they just start feeling the vibe. But yeah, like, I'm... I, hopefully I don't get canceled. I'm not a big techno person, house music person. Hey, like, como dije, uh, this is what I say, bro. Music is like a universal language. Yeah. So, like, there's, para todo, para, para todo gente va a ver. Like, yeah. a lot of people that are going to like certain things that you're not like. At the end of the day, I respect that, you know? You, get, you, you know, there, there's going to be lyrics that, like, get to you that when you think about whatever moment you're going through, a happy, sad, tough, you know, glorious moment there's a song that always comes up to you and you're just like hell yeah hell like yeah. even like right now i think like post malone congratulations oh yeah definitely All i want to say congratulate damn, damn low man. key that's that's a gem there's another there's another song too in country it's even though i'm leaving by luke combs <sighs> man Fucking luke combs bro hey she goes luke to combs. country clubs so we gotta hang I, out with genesis take put on the boots you. i never been in a country club but hey yeah, oh, we're yeah. ready. Hell yeah. We're ready. I already got the sunburn and everything, girl. Him too. You don't wear boots, so we're not talking to you. He, <laughs> nah, we're this, buy I told some. him. I but, told hey, him. With Carlos. Carlos, with Tina Charlos. Tell him if I didn't tell you. You're still doing that podcast over there, right? Still? Yeah, with Lalo. Yeah, yeah shout out Lalo. We're, yeah, we're supposed to go set it up. Get a, but get a pair right there. Fuck. Lalo's in Set-y. San Francisco right now. You know, shout out my boy. Huh. You traveling the world? You traveling the world, <laughs> conquering it everywhere. Conquering everywhere, but you know, so lyrics are always gonna reach whoever and whenever. Yeah, you're always gonna. There's always gonna be a moment that you Especially think about at it at your lowest point, man. Honestly, yeah, low key. Yeah, that's when that's when you like really start thinking start, about lyrics. You really start listening. Yeah, you're <laughs> you like, I mean? damn, that really said that. <laughs> really, I just hear the beat. Yeah. Oh my god, I was just hearing what the beat to. I was banging my head. But you start listening to whatever lyrics you're listening to, and you're just like, "Damn, bro!" And some of them make you cry, dog. Serio, you know. But like, like I, like I said, when I was like in my darkest point, music wasn't even helping me neither, bro. Like, so what helped you? Uh 
So I think I told you about it. Like in the beginning of my year, bro, like I, well, way back in my high school years, I I had this vicio. I would like to smoke pot every day, man. Like uh, every day, man. Like I would say I would smoke like seven, eight joints a day, bro. Like that's how. But like it wouldn't affect me. Like I'll be like a normal guy doing my reg- my regular schedule and whatnot, happy. I would do opera. I would do musical theater, bro. And it wouldn't affect me, man. Like my memory was you were like, on point, like that? Man. Yeah, hell yeah. That ass. Jesus. I'm writing myself out, but don't get mad. Laksa. <laughs> that was, that was, ba- that was right past there. tense. That was past, past tense. tense. Don't worry past, about it. You know what I mean? But, man, I was really dependent on that, and it became my my daily. So, like, every morning I would smoke a joint. I wouldn't eat first. Like, first I would smoke a joint, then eat. But later on in life, I started seeing my, my schedule, my surroundings, the people that I was surrounded to. I hated it, man. Like, I, I started... And even my family, my family was like realizing that shit and they didn't like it. Yeah. It was affecting them more than it was affecting me. And I started realizing that and I wanted to make a change of it. So by the start of this year, I decided to just stop smoking weed. Stop like completely. Like the good thing about me like that I really like is like whenever I say something, I do it. Like I don't, I don't like to break, break my word. Because at the end of the day, because like my parents... Well, my dad was the one that raised me and raised me to the man that I am. And also my mom, too, you know. But he always told me this. Mijo, en esta vida solo hay dos cosas que vale la pena. In this, in this life, there's only two things that you're worth and you have and you're you're going to take with you until, you until you die. is your word and your boss. You better not break none of those two. Because the day that you fucking break one of those two is when you're worth shit. You're worth shit. That shit stuck to me, bro. Damn. Since a little kid, man, at the age of 10, he told me that shit. <laughs> I was drinking Capri Sun. All right, Dad. <laughs> okay. All right. I get you. I'll get you. Make sure you guys are all fucking tuning in. You know, I love you guys because $40,000 a week is unbelievable. And because of you guys, this is dope. And, and it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. But I always give the thanks and the light and the flowers to our guest. It's not me. I just put things together. It's oh, it's it's the guest that makes makes this go where it goes and where it's at. Because yeah. no, but also the host as well. Because like you're the one that's keeping the conversation flowing. Know what to say after after to the next. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not a lot of people can do that, man. It, it's, you're doing it. Yeah, doing you know it, some some tequila shots in, in in effect, but we're working. Hey, sorry, but. Man. The happiest moment that you've had, what, like, in your career? My career. Your, your career. Yeah. What What was that? What did it feel like? What did it look like? <sighs> okay. Remember, I, to, I I think I told you that I'm a huge Pedro Infante fan. So Correct. Si so, no me quieres, ni modo. So, <laughs> there's this one theater here in L.A., downtown L.A. It's called the Million Dollar Theater. Like, there's, like, a street. In puros teatros, old school theaters. And that theater was the last theater that Pedro Infante performed before his death, after he flied out to to Mexico. And I got the opportunity to perform in that theater. uh, It was like a huge festival here in downtown LA that they were doing. And I had the opportunity that they invited me and they hired me to to perform right there with a live mariachi. The venue was like for 4,000 people. And it was full. Like it was... It was packed. Dang. So 
I think that was one of my happiest moments in my career because I got to be backstage. They had like little placas, little pictures of you Pedro saw Fante, like the bro. whole. I saw yeah, the whole yeah. thing, man. Everything was old school, so they maintained everything so, the same thing. What What's your love though? Is it mariachi or is it banda? What kind of banda, bro? It's everything, man. I'm 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 in love with the music, man. It, everything. If, if you ever see Brian at a scenario where there's music, you know he's gonna end up on stage. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pop up the video. Like, I'm gonna pop up the video right here when he jumped over the fucking barricade just to go dance on top of the stage <laughs> at Vicolandia. Hey, I told you. I told you you're like, nah bro, let's do it. You're, hey, sh- you're the only one hyping me up. That's the that's the yeah, cool part. Man, hey. I had to. You're like he was let's like, do it bro. Cause do I was it. like, hey we're like what are you trying to do? He's like, oh well, I'm trying to get up there. I'm like, yo, Let's go. Let's make it happen. Fuck it. So me here in my little vlogging area, and I'm just recording this food, and we end up in, in the side. He's like, damn, I don't know what to do. Should I jump over? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> After that, he stayed up. I thought he was just going like one song coming back. He didn't come back. I so I left. I tried to go show. find Dylan, but I couldn't find Dylan. <laughs> he really oh, did. did. He really did. He <laughs> really did. Oh, for real? Yeah, he really did. Damn. My guy has no shame. He said, "You don't have you don't have a VIP bed." Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> when you left that that theater, what did you tell yourself? What did what was that feeling? Man, like like I was, I was I witnessed a piece of history that like you know like uh, I was I was a part of something that not a lot of people can be a part of because that theater, bro, it's closed, man. Like they just keep it as a it's like like a like. I would say like a little sanctuary that not a lot of people can open that theater because they're trying to conserve it since it has a lot of history with it. A lot of ce- a celebrities at the time, like in the 60s, 70s, that was performed it. there, bro. That was the shit. Yeah. And to having me to be there and having me to be a fan of Pedro Infante, that said a lot to me. And, and I was with the nieta of Pedro Infante right there, too. Her name is Lupita Infante. They were actually close friends. Le mando fuerte saludos. And yeah, it was it was beautiful, man. I was I was really happy that day. I was really happy. Yeah. Are you happy now? It's definitely. Why are you happy? What's the happiness to you? Uh happiness, having lots of health, having my family happy, the people that I love happy, makes me happy, you know? So uh, when that So what does a tough day look like, Brian? So for in a singer perspective, right? Cause I want to say you tell your story through through music. Yeah, you can relate a lot of things through music. You have the voice, you have the obviously the platform. But for you, what when you go through a tough day, what do you do? How do you handle it, bro? Uh, like like I said, my lowest point was that this when I started stop smoking weed. Uh, it's beginning of the year. Uh. Throughout the weeks, weeks went by. I started getting anxiety, bro. Like, like I, I wasn't feeling myself everywhere I would go, like in a restaurant or in a, at a family friend's house. Um, that same instant, as soon as I arrived, I wanted to leave. You know, like, yeah. it was like that type of thing that when people would talk to me, I w- wouldn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. Even though I was very social, like I'm very, I'm a friendly guy, you know. Like whenever people come up to me, I don't give a fuck. Like I'll become best friends with you. Like that level of comfort zone, I, like that's how I am, and that's how my parents raised me to be. But man, like those, I believe that as soon as that gave me anxiety, like I, I guess like that leaned on to depression because, 
like remind you again, like the people that I was surrounding myself with at the time wasn't really benefiting me at all. All the problems that they were talking about, all the fucking gossip, all the all the bad shit, a bad energy at the you end were, of the day. You, you, were, know? you were just moving on, bro. Like that's the thing about like for everybody when listening in that's looking for answers, right? And I feel like when you listen to a podcast, like you're looking for a answer or that phrase to get yourself out of whatever the fuck you're going yeah, through. Man. It's like, look, if you know you're not happy and you got to question the friend group that you're in, you got to go. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, you, whatever, uh-huh. if they start talking about you, if they start saying this or that about you, yo, you got to go look out for you because. And not only that, bro, like at the time I was, I was doing good in social media. Like every post I would get like 300K, 400K, a million. And like I was doing fine, bro. Like I was being good, but what comes with the success, there's always negativity, bad yeah. haters and shit. And since I wasn't in, in my right State of mind at that time, yeah, that affect me a lot, man. Like, like all the negativity, negative Every, comments. everything that's good doesn't feel as good, exactly. That's the thing, yeah, bro. Yeah, and, like you, you can have the most highest dude, fucking accomplishment. When I was in depression, like having that suicidal thoughts too, as well, I forgot to mention. Ooh. Um, that's when Travel Whiskey came out, bro, and I had a million views in less than a month. Damn. To me, if I was like right and right in the right state of mind, I would be so fucking happy. I would re- re- why, even cry, but why, bro. But why go through like that suicidal stuff? Like, uh, I honestly, that's what, something so that that's a, that's a low point. Yeah. So that's a low point, and the the way we started this podcast was mental health. We we make that conversation comfortable. Yeah, man. That I was actually. And it should be something yesterday. that people should talk more often because a lot of people have been dealing with it and they don't know how to. Open themselves up to people, and they they feel like they're alone. But in reality, everybody nah, deals with that yeah. at one point. You know, it's just we're we're becoming that voice and that voice for those people that don't have it or the confidence, yeah, to have it. Because trust me, at that time I didn't have I had zero confidence. My confidence was at my lowest point. Yeah, I didn't know how to fucking speak, bro. Like people would try try to talk to me, or like I receive information from people, good news or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't know what the fuck to respond or how to react. I didn't have no emotion. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the negative comments came along with my depression, didn't fucking work with me. <laughs> and yeah. like, I would just read the negative comments. I wouldn't fucking pay attention with the positive shit. Dude, you can have a hundred, th- a hundred great comments and then you get that one that you just Before, like, you know, you're just like, uh, I would focus on those. I'm you just know? petty right now, bro. Like if I see a negative comment, like I'll go and comment back. Like, damn, bro. Thank you for commenting. But I'm sorry. Like, why'd you feel like that? Yeah. They erase it. Or mm-hmm. I'm just my opinion. So, like, don't get mad. I'm like, I'm not mad, bro. I'm, just, I'm really just wondering. Yeah, why. man. Like that, that shit affected me. And then, yeah. like I said, uh, so everything was going well with my music career, but I wasn't doing good with my my friends and families. And and uh, what do you think? There's a sacrifice though. What do you mean to get your music career up? You have to definitely. definitely. There's gonna be sacrifice on this side of the end. Definitely everything. Time. Uh, People, friends, and families that you used to hang uh, a lot with yeah. that you don't because music is time consuming, man. Like everything we career do, wise career is time wise, consuming. Career wise, any career is time consuming. Yeah, and if you want to take it to the next level or you want to be somebody, you got to make sacrifices no matter what. What when you think about sacrifices, like when someone comes to ask you, like, "Yo, I want to be a musician." Uh huh. They want to know what the good... How, how to do it? How, how to do it. 
Bro, like I said, like I I learned how to play guitar with through YouTube. Obviously, I learned how to play the guitar with another people, like a, a couple coaching, but it wasn't working for me. So I had to learn on my own, man. I had to struggle, but it took me like two years just to actually fucking get one song, bro. <laughs> Serio, neta, neta. It was like the first year was on and off. I would play it, and I hate it because like the metal strings would fuck up my fingers. Yeah, I would just leave it. Like I would just put it in the corner. And I was like that I'm fucked up, like mad about the guitar. I'll leave it there for a couple months. A uh, year went by, and I see the fucking d- the guitar all fucking dusty, uh, dusted up. So I pick it up again, and I start playing again. And it was a little bit easier than the first time. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It didn't feel like like last time. So then I got the hang of it little by little. And yeah, man. Like I said, it takes sacrifices. It, no matter if it's early or late, as long as you're doing it, you're always going to see the results. So, so when someone asks Someone's going to come up to you and ask you, what's the best piece of advice you have gotten in your life? What is it? Have you ever wondered what the band ACDC has to do with the missing town of Dublin, Wisconsin? Or who gets to decide what music plays at the end of the world? Or whether or not the largest unsolved art heist in history was actually a cover for a different crime? Maybe you haven't wondered about these things, but that's okay. On 31, we dive into strange, true, but often lesser-known stories and the interesting theories that surround them. From space to sports, lost media to internet lore, 31 has something for everyone. Find 31 on your favorite podcast platform and dive into the why behind the weird with me, Quinn Lovecraft. 31, the why behind the weird. You can only walk on one side of the street, not both. (laughs) So, who told you that? My, I see him as a father figure. He's his name is Tony Martinez. He also was the the man that raised me to be an actual man too. Like I, I at the time I would work in uh, construction, and I would do tile, demo, uh, roofing, yeah. uh, muebles, armor, furniture, everything, man. Because of that guy, he he was the one that taught me everything, and he was the man that told me that consejo. Because he told me, like, I told him, I want to do construction but because I want to learn and start a business, but I want to do music. Well, mijo, at the end of the day, you can only walk on one side of the street, but not both. Because as soon as you start walking both, you can't focus on one shit. So if you want to do one thing, do one thing at a time, but 100%. Because you ain't going to go nowhere when you're doing both things at one time because then next thing you know, you're not going to do shit. Have you had a conversation with him? Definitely. All the time. Like I said, he was like a father figure. Like, whenever I needed help or something that I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Whatever scenario, he was the guy. Because at the time, I would live by myself in Coachella. It was in Coachella that I was staying at for, like, at least a year. And, man, like, he was, like, my father figure. Like, everything that I needed or whenever I needed a ride, because at the time, I didn't have a car. He would pick me up. He would take me places. Yeah. Take me out. That's fucking dope, man. Shout yeah, out bro. to him, bro. Yeah, bro. Shout out, shout out to those people that... When you know you're not at your best... And, and for a fact, you're going to get mad, but he was actually... Since I've been always dying to get, like, a Raiders jersey. Don't get mad. Calm down. I'm hey. fucking leaving already. Hey, sit down. Sit Dylan, down. pack hey. up, dog. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> my, dad, uh, my, my, my dad is actually a cowboy, so, so that's that's a plus. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been always dying to get a Raiders jersey. And so 
Literally on my first week at work, at, by the end of the week, he literally bought me a jersey. The week this one premieres, I'm buying Brian a cowboy jersey. And if he doesn't wear it, we're not friends no more. <laughs> hey, just to prove it to you that it's just the jersey, man, and, and it's more about the relationship. I'm not buying you nothing, Dylan. I'm aware, I'm bro. I'm aware. <laughs> nothing for you, Dylan. Nothing. Get, get him some socks. <laughs> get him some boots. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Get him some canicas. With. Hey, you want some canicas? <laughs> Some Kanika Cowboys. My my guy's a dreamer. I'm gonna always say it. My guy's a dreamer. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Oh yeah. Hey, right, <laughs> <Night> dream. <laughs> I swear that jersey that he has right now, and right now today, me Dylan, we're matching. We're gonna take a video of this. Um, he was like, "Damn, fool, I never wear this." And like, fool, you get like you have no pot. He's grateful. He's grateful. You have no pot in your friend, dog. Like you got to <laughs> big. But he's a bad money, so he's all full. <laughs> you're really? Hey, but, but, Sunburn. Hey, you, Dylan, you're burned. You're already burned, bro. <laughs> you're white. <laughs> Dylan, what are, you, what are you talking about? You're, you're like an overwhelmed done steak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a leftover tortilla. <laughs> You like that chocolate chip cookie that just ah, got stirred there. Uh, <laughs> but then I love chocolate chip cookies. Hey, Don't worry. And I love tostadas. And I love tostadas. Hey, hey, I love them. With some camarones and stuff. Some mariscos. He doesn't like mariscos. He don't like mariscos? Dylan. Dylan. Let me find out. Bro. Dylan, don't do this. Don't do this right now. Watch, watch me take you to Sinaloa, bro. We're going to run it. He can't come back. Oh, bro. Oh, even better. So he can fucking learn how to fucking look. I'm out of this. <laughs> and then come back. I'll visit you every week. <laughs> hey, the key's on the table. The key's on the table. Um, Now, nah, but for, every, for everybody that's like <laughs> listening in right now and... You have to think about all those people or the few people that really helped you get through whatever moment you were going through. Yo, reach out to them right now and give them thanks because I can tell you exactly who helped me when I was going through my stuff, when I still go through my stuff, that if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be who I am and where I'm at. I, I don't know how that dark cloud would have been in my life if I would have stood there. Like, we all go through our dark... For me, bro, I wouldn't be here, man. We all go through our dark clouds, bro. It's just, when we get through them, we're just like, damn, hell yeah. But I got to give thanks to certain people. Definitely. But without them, I'm like... And I say it, not proudly, but I say it like, yo, like, I would not be here, bro. Me neither, man. You know, like, that's the thing. Like, the clouds are always going to, like, more than often are going to come over our heads. The thing is, like, you you got to keep walking because the sunlight is at the end of that tunnel, at the end of that road that you're going through. It's right there. The problem is no one wants to walk. Like, I'm going to sit down Everybody right wants here. to run, bro. Or everybody just want to fucking climb that fucking fence when, we, when you don't fucking know what's on the other side. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you could go around it and then see everything was going on. And you'd be like, oh, shit, I could have, if I could have jumped over there, I wouldn't land on that fucking spikes or whatever the fuck. Facts. So like, like, you just gotta 
keep you, you got to go through those thorns to know what walking on on sand feels like. Zach. You know what I mean? Like you got to go through that rough patch of dry grass. Definitely, man. And, and, and <laughs> to know what that green it's, grass it's all, feels like. It's all about like. the experience, man. And, and uh como yo siempre dice, even with my depression and all that fucking shit that I was going through, it had to happen to me right now so it doesn't happen to me in the future. Or if it does happen, I know how to control it. You know what I mean? So that is factual facts. Bro, like uh like I said, like I was at a point in time that I I was cutting myself I was overdosing uh, or overdosing with pills and shit, trying to see if it works for me to just not be here. Yeah. And it also came to a moment that I was literally, I filled my, my, my tub, my house. I was living with my, with my parents at the time. I filled it up with water and I had the air conditioner on my right hand, bro. I was ready to, I had it on already. I was just, I was just ready to drop it. And I remember that my dad arrived from work and he knew what, what was happening to me. He was he couldn't sleep. Like those couple of weeks, I put my parents through the worst, man. Yeah. And like till now, like I started reflecting, it and shit makes me feel fucked up. But at the end of the day, like they care about me. And I remember that I had the tub full with water and had the air conditioner literally yeah. on, literally about to let it go. I just hear my dad's voice, "Mijo, don't do it." Yeah. I want you to still be with me. There's a lot of things I want to do with you. And, like, since I told you, like, I couldn't react to certain things or I didn't have emotion to it, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. So I was still dropping it. I, I didn't fucking listen to him. Even though he was telling me, Mijo, I need you here. I don't want you to leave. And all of a sudden, I just hear the fucking, break, the fucking door fucking break. He was kicking it, trying to open it. Because so I locked myself in. I was like, Dad... I don't deserve parents like you. Like, I, I don't deserve none of this. You deserve better. And he fucking kicks the door. Fuck, like four times. Fucking knocks the door over. He grabs the fucking air conditioner, starts to throw it in the fucking floor. He looks at me. I was with my clothes on, all wet in the fucking tub. His eyes were fucking bawling, bro. And never in my life I've seen my dad cry. Uh, the only time that I seen him cry was when my grandma passed away. His, her mom, his mom. But that was like, I was five, seven years old. But that was like the first time that I seen him cry for something else. And he was like, Mijo, por favor, no me hagas esto. Te lo suplico, yo no quiero que... Te vayas. Piensa en nosotros, por lo menos. As soon as he was telling me that, bro, I, I couldn't react to what he was saying. I was just with a straight face all the time. I wasn't even looking at him, bro. I was looking away from him from the shame that I was doing. And, man, I, did, I didn't, I was lost, man. I, I, my mom was there, too. She wasn't crying, but she was the strongest one in the group. But she she tried everything, man. She took me to therapy. She took me like four different therapists, and none of them worked for me. They didn't know what the fuck was going on with me. Also, like they didn't. They told me like, like, oh well, the initiative was because you left. You stopped smoking weed. So like, okay, but what was the reason why you you started feeling this way? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. 
So it didn't work for me. Then they tried taking me to brujeria. Like, <laughs> it came to that point, man. Like, my mom was desperate, man. Like, pobrecita mi madrecita chula. She took me to every fucking brujeria guy in every fucking corner, man. Yeah. Even from friends that they recommended, man. I don't know what the fuck they were doing to me. Like, yeah. smoke was coming everywhere. Werewolves, chicken legs. <laughs> you name it, man. And none of that worked, man. It was still the same shit. At the time I was waiting, I waited like 180. I lost 40 pounds, bro, during depression. Like, I would lock myself for weeks in my room. Yeah. Didn't eat. I would only drink water. But I would sleep every fucking day, bro. I didn't want to fucking go out. I didn't want to fucking know about music. Even though like I was getting a million views in fucking t in, in, in YouTube on Tennessee Whiskey, it wasn't making me happy. Like I wasn't myself. My emotions were off. My point in life was gone. Like I didn't have no fucking point here. Like I, I lost my, my, my reason to be here. So late at night, I couldn't sleep. My parents were still awake, but... They're, they're like they like throughout those whole fucking period of time, months and of depression, depression. They were always like awake. They were just worried that I would do something stupid. And late at night, I I got up, I got out of the house, and I took a stroll, bro. I well, it was like three, four in the morning. Yeah, I was walking, and there's like there's this, this street. It's close by to where where I live. It's called La Pacific in Huntington Park. It's super famous. Like it's like they have like little local stores around. Yes, sir, you already know the Pacific. And I would walk right there, bro. Like I walked the whole fucking block, all the stores. They're all closed, but I was just thinking, thinking. I was like, why the fuck am I feeling like this? Why? It's weird. Huh? Why right now? Like as soon as everything is going good, why am I feeling like this? Like I I didn't ask for this. I didn't want it to feel like this. Like. Like every during that period of time, it even affected my relationship. I was with someone at the time, and she was also a public figure, and it affected me and it affected my way of thinking as well. Like in the relationship, I became toxic. I wasn't like everything I would think about. Like when I was with her, I would always think about, oh, what if she's doing this? Or she, well, I would see a guy talking to her. I'm never like that, bro. Never in my life. Insecurities. I've been like that. Yeah, I was very insecure, man. Yeah. And Bad. it caused Hell me yeah. problems and caused dilemmas. With, and she knew that I was going with that. And she tried the best to handle it and try to help me out. And shout out to her. But it didn't work out. She couldn't handle the 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 what I was going through. She told me these words. She told me, Brian, in order to love someone, you got to learn how to love yourself. And I was like, but babe, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not myself. Like I, I don't feel myself. I've never been like this. I don't this. know how to love myself. I don't know how to love myself. I've always loved myself, but right now I just don't know how to fucking turn off the switch. And she's like, "Well, that's something that you gotta handle yourself." Because la verdad, yo no estoy para ser de. ¿Cómo dijo? At, at at that point, she told me that she didn't want me. She didn't want to be the help for nobody. Bro, like she, and, and and this and is. And from there, like I started realizing, I was like, "Shit, this girl ain't for me." You know, the, at the end of the day, the way I see it is like, if you truly love someone, you truly care about someone, you're gonna be there no matter what, no matter what they're struggling, yeah. no matter the ups and downs, whatever the fuck they've been dealing with. Knowing that she knew since the start of my depression what I was going through. Nah, you the first time like I went through it, and it's not to bring this whole mood down, but it was the same thing. I didn't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I didn't know what to call it. Like, I started crying when some, my grandma or my mom said, 
hey, are you okay? I'm like, fuck, dog, I'm not good. But my thing, like, I would get locked in a room, and at that time, I had my 392 charger, which I'm glad I didn't have it anymore. Because to me, it was like, yo, I can run this shit wherever. And Bro, I was thinking about that all the fucking time, too, yeah. man. That, like, was a, that was another alternative that I was trying to do. When it, it was one of those things where I ran that shit. I redlined it. But it luckily, was like my, won, pa- my parents took all my keys away. Like It was everything. like a... Bro, I ran that shit to like 160. 160? Fuck. I was running it, and I said, all right, I'm going to get off on this exit. It's a turn. I'm not going to press a brake. Those cars don't have no sense of fucking safety. Fuck those cars. (laughs) They got no sense of safety. A real motherfucker knows how to, if they have have to fucking know how to drive that shit because if you, a lot of people die, bro. Like, even when they don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, those are beasts. Something. Something just happened, and I said, press the brake. Went, and then the person I had at that time, we had just recently, like, probably a week, week or two, just, like, split it. And I was like, yo, like, no one else is going to understand me. Like, I need you. Like, I don't know what's going on. I just need somebody because I'm crying every day. Every day of my life right now, I'm crying, like, probably most part of the day. And the words that I heard was, I can't help you. Go talk to your mom and, and sister. I said, mm. that, say less. Same thing, man. Like, I, I would send texts to her. We're not, like, saying, hey, what are you doing? Even though I know that I fucked up. Like, I, I yeah. got jealous and I made scenes and whatnot, happy. But at the end of the day, yeah. I wasn't myself, you know? My, but, and, and my thing was, you just told me that. So I went through my shit. I still a couple months, right? I'm not going to put, like, oh, in a week after, I fucking got good. No, no, no. It took a couple weeks. I took a month. More than a month. Two or three months. Seen her eight months later. I'm already with, with somebody else. Because I, I told her, I was like, hey, you're going to get with me? Like, this is what I'm going through. I don't know how to explain this. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, she said, I got you. I said, okay, thank you. I for The first night we were together, I was crying with her, dog. Like, literally, like how you gonna like to me is like how you gonna take someone serious as a guy and I'm crying to you and the first night we're together and she like great and and I love her to death and the other girl we seen each other she's like I don't know how I don't know how you're doing it and I'm like you see what you're going through right now I went through it months ago I just didn't neglect it I went through it now I am who I am now you don't like me because of who I am now. So if you thought you didn't like the person that didn't care back then, now the person that I am now, definitely not going to care about someone that doesn't love me back. Definitely. I'm only going to show love to the people that love me back when I got nothing. So when you, like, when you don't have the fame, when you don't have the numbers, when you don't have the publicity, how many people are still going to stick around you? Only the real ones. That's how only the real ones. Where are we and, at, and I, and I actually want that to happen at one point because... Then you start seeing who's real and who's fake, you know? Because it's all about the real ones and the people that cared about you since on your lowest point. My dad always tell me this, too. Like, mijo, you're never going to know who's your real friend until something bad happens to you. Yeah. Or you're at the hospital. Who's going to be there right there visiting you? Shout out to Dylan, because Dylan's the one that told me. And Dylan's the one that, if anybody knows, is the one that keeps me down. He's just like, he's like, yo, big guy, don't worry about it. He's like, the people that are not meant for us are going to, are going to leave on their own. You don't even got to make a move. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, you said what? Oh. I love you, bitch. That's the thing you said throughout the whole fucking day, man. I know, not the other (laughs) thing. Mr. Dylan out here in the heart seat, so he just wanted to start the podcast once again. Mm. But, I mean, my guy Brian, 
doing it. Fast forward, bro. You're trending. What? Man, What's man. your following on TikTok? Uh, Four hundred and four thousand followers right now. Unos pocos, aunque sea. Te los presto, güey, si quieres. The following that you have, what has it brought to your life? A lot of opportunities. Uh, I would be, I'm happy to say that I'm helping out my family, helping them, helping them pay the bills, doing like little house chores left and right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like it, it brought me a lot of opportunities. Thing, people that I've met through social media that I've never thought that I would meet. Your confidence ran out through the roof. Yeah. If there's a stage and someone's singing, you're not Before scared of that. But like, like I said, bro, when I was like at my lowest point, man, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. Like all of this, all of this at the time, I had three hundred thousand, and I wasn't feeling myself. I was, I was not happy because yeah. of that. But going back to when I was walking by myself in La Pacific, bro, I stumbled upon a church, bro. Like I was, I was not looking where I was going. I was just walking around, walking around, walking around until yeah. I just see a fucking church right next to me, man. And in that church, there's like a little patio, patio outside. Where there's like a little capilla of the Virgin Mary. So I walked in front of her. I, I, like I was standing in front of her. Got on my knees. I was. Virgencita. I lost my way. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. Please. If you really there. If you really. Exist. If you really exist. Please help me out. And I promise you I'll do right. from From here on out. So I go back, like I was praying, and I start crying by myself. It was like, keep in mind, it was like three, four in the morning. I go back to the house, and next morning, man, I was like a new motherfucker, man. Like I was, I felt like energetic. I felt like I wanted to go out. I felt like I wanted to wake up, get out of bed, make some breakfast, and, and go to the gym. Join us each week on the Well Beyond Medicine podcast as we explore the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. Listen and subscribe at NemoursWellBeyond.org, where you'll hear pediatric experts, researchers, and policymakers from around the world discussing ways they are revolutionizing children's health. I'm your host, Carol Vassar. Let's go. When you wake up with confidence from the get go, from the get go, bro, bro like, you, you know may, that's gonna be a good you may day. not wake up fucking motivated, but you, you wake up purposeful. You're like, shit, I got this, bro. I was told I was a different, I was a different, Brian. You know, at the, uh, when that shit happened, literally it was the next day, man. You know it. You know it's different when someone else tells you, "Yo, your energy that you bring into the room is needed." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like exactly. that is like, yep. It makes you think about Dude, it. Dude, like, it came to a point that uh, when I was, like, being so different with the different energy, my mom started crying because, like, this is the Brian that I missed. Like, like it was Ooh. very emotional, bro. Damn. And that that's when I, I realized, I was like, fuck, man, perdóname que hice tantas pendejadas. Things that I didn't fucking recognize that I was fucking up. And... Dude, like every day until this day, bro, I would go straight to church, start to just be grateful for what the day has to offer and yeah. and just hope for the best. Like and Damn. since then Why is it our moms that make us fucking cry, dog? Dude. You know and like Ma Madre solo hay una carnal and, and yeah. those are the only loyal friends that you got, you know? There was a we just had a conversation a couple of weeks like now nah, this this week, last week, I was like, Look, 
I know you want the best, but you got to trust me. Trust me that I know what I'm doing and trust me, trust me enough to remember that what you taught me, I remember. I'm going to make it home. Whatever the case is, I'm, I know the choices I make. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, I was mom. like, I know the choices I make. And the one thing is like, when you make an action, you know the consequences. Exactly. Bad or good, you know it before you make it. And if you make it, you, you're good with whatever is coming right after. I was like, look, I love you and I trust you, but I need you to trust me for the first time in your life that I got this. But it's moms. Moms yeah, are never gonna. Everything. Moms are never gonna trust you enough to be nah, like. They got that. Yeah, Miko, you got no, this. Not only that, they have that little sexual sentido. Like whenever they feel something's wrong, bro. Yeah, hey, hey, like that. Serio, dude. That it's, that it's that, like that week. It's like a little superpower that they have. Yeah, you know? dude. That that weekend that we went to Dodger game, Dylan. Shout out, Dylan. That Dodger game. Shout out. Check out the vlog. It's out there. Um. <laughs> Besides it, besides that fact, Dylan. Besides that, um, I got home, bro, and I didn't talk no one. I was home, and no, actually, it was even, it was Saturday, Saturday when I talked to to Ashley. Shout out, Ashley, you made it in. Um, and the Dylan, they both knew what was going on, and I got home that day. We got home early, early for us, right, Dylan? Early for us. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it was like it was two. Like, it was like still daylight. It was still- <laughs> The sun was still up, so we were good. And I get a message, and I just my mom was like, "Hey, hope you're okay. Just want to make sure you're home and you're good." I'm like, "I'm home. Maybe not good, but I'll get there." But it, when you're not good, and for everybody listening, when you're not good, you gotta cry, you gotta you gotta frown, you gotta scream, you gotta do whatever. It's your body releasing all Bro, those emotions exactly. to just reset so you can go at 100 miles you're an hour once again. You're cleansing, man. Because, like, if you keep it all inside, man, it just fucks you up. Bro. Not good. Not good. Nah, and hell no. You, you release that fucking energy to people that you really don't want them to experience with or you don't want them to. Yeah. The people that love you, when you shit. release that type of energy, they're going to be like, yo, all right, how can we help? Yeah. What can we do? Not a, uh, well, what the fuck? We don't want to invite you no more. Mm-hmm. We don't want you around. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 Hold on. Then it's different. Cause I me and you we're cool. And you're gonna go through a through a moment, bro. You don't you we don't gotta go to a privada. We don't gotta go to a concert. We don't gotta go no. We can go eat or we can go just chill. Tell me what you're going on, bro. Let's read do a this. Book. <laughs> Let's re- I won't read a book with you, big guy. Wanna- <laughs> I'm gonna read that shit upside down. <laughs> what was that green book? The giving tree or some shit? What's, what's that green book? I read Dr. Seuss. I, that's, I, that is Dr. Seuss. Oh. Is it? Is it? Or is it? It's kind of like the, the green egg, tree. Green the eggs and ham. That one, that one. Green eggs and ham. It was motivated by Dr. Seuss. I got the it was green, inspired. Green, green eggs and ham? No? Yeah, green eggs and ham, yeah. Ah, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah, read yeah. it. Nah, but, I but, do not like it, Sam I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. Sam I am. <laughs> You talk, hey, you're talking fucking Dr. Seuss, bro. Hey, I'm a lyricist. Exactly. She knows what's up. I'm a you want to switch out, Genesis? You want to switch out? <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so what's your message to the world? Don't give up. If you have something to you stand for and you believe in, Represent it. Don't fucking fake it out or don't fucking pretend to be something that you're not just because of the people you're surrounded with or try to impress people that you don't fucking like at the end of the day. You know what I mean? 
Facts. So just be the best version you could ever be because at the end of the day, you're all you got. You you just don't don't how do I say this? Like don't be in competition with someone else. Be in competition with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror all the time. Say to yourself, how can I be better than where I am right now? And I guess that's how you could you could get wherever you want in life. You could you could become whatever you want in your life. It just depends how much guts and how much willing power you want to do. So facts. You you want to be the best fucking chef at McDonald's? Go ahead. Go and do for it. it. Wanna handle be, that shit. You want to be the best singer? Go ahead and do and it. Know what the fuck you're doing because the motherfuckers that judge just trying like trying out different things, not knowing what the fuck they're doing, and then they say, "Oh my god, I tried it." But do you know where you're getting into? <sighs> when you're passionate about something, you know whatever the exactly. fuck comes your way, exactly, you're not giving up. Bro. You're because not gonna give up. Because there's people that don't, they hate their job. And then I tell them, why the fuck you, why don't you leave? Like, do something else. What do you like? like yeah, but I, I've been there for they, four they years. They hit you with a, uh, but, I'm like, but what? But what? What's, what's the, stopping you? What's the difference? The what? only person that can stop you is yourself. There's no fucking excuse at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Oh. What? We're throwing gems. Hey. We gotta throw gems. It's, it's facts. Cool. If like, you hate people your... People blame other people. Oh, it's because of this. It's because my son. It's because of this. Nah, motherfucker, it's you. Because of my parents. Because, because of my girlfriend and boyfriend. Toda solución, menos la muerte, That's how I see it. Facts. So. Hey, you can keep complaining, but you're wasting time. And it's time. You see that? You hear exactly. that? It's time. <laughs> Damn. Hey. Hey. Quote that. that. Quote that. <laughs> and in time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dylan, go home. Yeah, bro. Play canicas. <laughs> Play canicas, Dylan. Play canicas. Nah, but if, if you're listening to this and everything you got out of this podcast today with my with my guy Brian is there's upsides and downsides, but you got to look through the downsides, through the dark clouds, because there is light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to find what is going to save you, and you got to surround yourself with those type of Whatever rap. you believe in. I'm not trying to put religion because at the end of the day, I believe that everybody can believe whatever they want to be. Sir. Because at the end of the day, if you believe in something or you believe a higher power, go for it. Because as soon as you stop believing, that's when you lose purpose at the end of the day. Be confident in what you're doing and in yourself. And don't let nobody take you down from that high cloud that you're in. As much as people think it's arrogant and it's too much, yo, they're just not in that cloud. And it's cool. They're not always going to be there. They're not They're not going to be around. People Definitely. have a time limit. People have a, a time stamp. And the real ones will stick around through everything you're doing in life. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. God put, takes those people away from you for a reason at the end. Right? You know what I mean? Like, he puts you, the people, like, when you least expect it, too. When you met this guy, how, how you met him, Fucking for example. Good. When I least expected it. Exactly. This <laughs> motherfucker pops out. Him. Now, you know what, Pow. like, the, the, the turnaround moment, not turnaround, because I already knew it, but, I mean, Ashley was a witness to this, that when I was going through my tough times, and shout out my guy, Dylan, um, when I was going through my tough time, literally, I mean, we're talking about two weeks ago, two weeks ago, 
like we like there we finish a podcast i'm telling both of them what i'm going through how i feel and without even questioning Dylan just comes up to me and hugs me that's right and it's the hug bro the fucking hug people might not think that a hug is not enough but trust me it says a lot you're it means. <laughs> 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 Did it hey, reach me no more? You carried him up. Not like. This. <laughs> Duh, like <laughs> <laughs> he is a stool. <laughs> you <laughs> a fucking stool? Now nah, the good thing I was sitting down, so he had to reach down. Uh, but he, <laughs> but it, but his hand, his wait, his hands wait, didn't wait, didn't lock he in. He went like this. <laughs> <laughs> he just sat on my lap in the front. I just hugged him. Didn't come show how you did it. <laughs> But nah, for real, when you hug somebody, you know the energy and the intention. Bro, you feel that. You feel it. Like if you just give someone a handshake, cool. Like you're just cordial. Yeah. But when you hug somebody, you get that energy and you know it. So if you side hug somebody, you know you don't fuck with them. You Dude, know you not, not you know that. you don't fuck with them. You not know that's not that. the energy. Not only that, bro. Like uh, I was say, and even like when people just like receive you with bad energy or try to talk shit, like in, in the beginning. Honestly, the way I see it, like, I don't know. Nunca lo toma pecho or all the negative comments in social media till now. Like, the way I see it now is, like, literally how they reflect on themselves, what they think about themselves. They're missing something. They're missing something. Yeah. Exactly. The, the good thing is, again, I'm going to give a shout-out to them today because that's the balance that I have because I'm super petty. Damn, So really? I'm ready to throw shots. I'm like, hey, fool, I'm going to throw this. Nah, nah, fool, don't do that. Like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm like, ah, fool, like, I need to. And I had to take a step back. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yo, it's people are gonna, Sometimes you got to step back to see the bigger picture, too. People are going to throw some shots because they don't know who the person is. Huh, mm. Ashley? Facts. <laughs> sorry, Ashley. I got to... You know how I am. I'm sorry. I'm super petty. <laughs> I'm super petty. We cool now. Yo, cool. You guys are cool. Nah, we're not cool. Oh, not cool? No, me and Ashley, we're cool. Ouch. There's other people that we're not cool. Oh, oh, oh. But I, I, I just throw really shots. I throw shots. Because at one hey, point, they're going to listen to No, at, at the end of the day... As long as they, they're the one fucking talking shit, you're not, you're doing your thing, that's how it counts. You can't judge somebody by what you think, who they are. You got to know who they, you got to talk to them, them and get, get a conversation. Even if you knew them 10 years ago, you got to have a conversation with them now. Facts. Because who they are now is not who they were 10 years exactly. ago. Exactly. Yep. They, they may be on a different people path. people always bring up about the past. Like, there's a reason why the the past is called the past. Like, it's gone. Like, it, it made you and, it, and you are who you are. And you don't be ashamed of your past. I mean, obviously, there's obviously there's gonna be people that are not gonna learn from the past. They're gonna remain the same. But people there's a lot hold, of people that people do hold change. on to it. Trust me. So, so what are we waiting? What are we waiting on, Brian? What's what's coming up? What's coming up on? Uh well, I got the music video already out and all the platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, Ando La Movida. You guys can check it out. It's good production. I I brought out a homie from Guadalajara. You brought the whole team out. Fuck, I couldn't make it what out. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm sorry. No, but we're actually planning to do another corrido, another music video. It's called Los Consejos. De hecho, I'll be everything, there. Everything what I say about this song, bro, like it, I connect with it and it has more meaning to it. It's like not like uh, just a regular corrido talking about cars, women, drugs, and all that shit. It just literally talks about life. Like, for example, I'm going to sing a little part. Not just like speak it out. I'm not gonna sing it yet. I'm not oh, trying to expose it. I'm not trying to expose it yet. Not even a little bit. Nah, okay, you're good. You're good. All right, all right. So, los amigos no te entienden. Se burlan si no te metes. Son consejos que los llevas en la mente. Son consejos que te llevas. Mejor salte de esa pena. Porque el odio te hace perder buena gente. No te creas como Dios. Somos mortales tú y yo. Porque al subir siempre se baja. Recuerda quien te ayudó. 
Con el dinero que te dan, no hay que pensar siempre en el pan, pero de metas, estrategias, del bote te sacará. Son experiencias de mi vida, las lecciones de este día, es ser mejor que como fuiste el día anterior. Se los pido, por favor. Oh, shit. El día anterior para toda la primera conversación. God, ¿cuándo es eso coming out? Uh, by like mid November, I guess. You know, I I want I want to shout out all the plebada that our mutual friends that we have in common. Oh yeah. Because all those all those guys, Jorge, you know, they're vibe. They're vibe. Raúl, Lalo, um, Jonathan, you like we all got together and the numbers never mattered. The platforms never mattered. Even though there's a lot of people that do that shit, man. Yeah. That day, the first day we ever met, it was wild. It was wild. And we, we say, we talk about with, uh, with, with Jonathan and we said it with, with, um, with everybody. It's like, yo, like that day just never mattered. Like, no matter what we had to offer, it's just the conversation that we had is what brought us together. Definitely. And, That's why we're um, we're sitting here for a reason. Well, yeah, man, and I'm blessed, and I appreciate you for for taking consideration to invite me, man. And yeah, man, like nah, I, like I said, compa Carlos, Lalo, uh, Jorge de Peronoche, Adriana, su esposa, este, everybody, man. Raúl, uh, shout out, honker, Raul, honker hats, honker hats. Go get look, your look, shit look, right look, now. Look, 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 look at that. Look at me, shit. I ain't getting paid, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, my homie though. We get paid Much in love. different aspects. We get paid in friendship, man. Like yes, I, I like sir. I told him, like I told him, man. As long we have a healthy relationship friendship, bro, that's all that matters. I don't care about the money because he he tried to do something for me, but at the end of the day, lo que importa es la amistad, cara. Oh yeah, I told him I told him the same I shit. I was he was like, Oh I was like, look, bro. I love you, dog. Yeah, bro. I got you. I want you to succeed as much as I want to succeed. So exactly. and we can all come el, up together. El chiste es crecer, bro. If we can all grow together, why not, man? Like, you know? Don't why be, not? No seas envidioso, güey. No. El sol sale para todos. El sol sale para todos. Si eres envidioso, vete a la... Vete a la... Dylan, Dylan, you can't come through the middle, my guy. Oh! Oh, shit. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Ya no le den. Dylan, quarter of the day. Hurry up, hurry up. It's Sandy. Quarter of the day, Dylan. Nah, I only got... No, hold on. Si no sabes qué hacer, juega canicas. Hold up, I'm trying to come up with a quote porque ya se me olvidó. Espérame, espérame, hold up. Hey, go, go, bro. It's about to die. I'm about to fucking die. Um. <laughs> All right, let's see. Quarter hey, the fucking drink day. Hey, drink bro. Drink it for me. Yeah. All right, I'm going to need a chaser. Right hold on, hold on. I'll give I you the quarter of the day after I drink this. Quarter of the day, hurry. Before. Before. Quarter, quarter of the day because we're ending this right now. All right, quarter of the day. Fuck. Do, 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 This one, I, I made it up, but I hope you guys like it. <laughs> la vida es para disfrutarla, y hay que disfrutarla cantando. Tennessee whiskey. There we go. You want to hear it real quick? Ready? Pasaba mis noches. Solo conocía el amor del licor. Porque me enamoro, Pero de tocar fondo. 
Me rescataste y me alcanzaste antes de estar peor. Eres tan suave como un Tennessee whiskey. Where's the Tennessee whiskey at? <laughs> Eres tan dulce como un vino de fresa. Tan cálida como una copa de brandy. And happy dad. Con cariño <laughs> y amor. Siempre te amaré. <laughs> There it is. That's the podcast, motherfucker. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>